Hi, welcome to this episode of 10 Minute Leader. I am so excited for the guest you're about to hear from today. His name is Kurt Schmidt, and he is a phenomenal leader working within the tech sector. So listen in as he talks about a few really important things, one being intentional leadership. He also talks about just the value of being authentic and vulnerable with your team. And of course, so many other gems. This is part one of part two. Find part two in our video feed at some point in the future. Hope you enjoy it. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the 10 Minute Leader. I am excited for our conversation that we're gonna have today with Kurt Schmidt. Now, Kurt Schmidt, I'll introduce him a little bit, but I've had some wonderful conversations with him already. So I'm really looking forward to how our conversation will go and what you're all gonna be able to learn from him as we discuss things. He is the president and partner at Foundry and I'm gonna ask him to explain what that is a little bit more, Foundry, but it's a software design agency. I know that based out of Minneapolis, I looked up a lot of the stuff you do, Kurt, but I know you probably have a lot better way of saying what it is, but I know that you're one of America's fastest growing privately owned companies. And for you yourself, you've been a leader within the world of design agencies and within the tech sector in a variety of companies and organizations for over 20 years. Maybe tell me a little bit about Boundary before I talk about you a little bit more. What, what do you do? Sure, Ben. Thanks for having me. First of all, I really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of yours and I'm really glad you're doing this work. So thank you for having me. Yeah, Foundry, we are a strategy and design software agency. So we help organizations figure out how to transform their businesses through digital tools, applications, all those sorts of things. Everything we do is custom. So we're not one of those places that comes in and installs an off-the-shelf sort of software. For your unique business, we're the people that can come in, design software that will enhance and grow your business, either for your direct for your consumers or for your employees. So we work a lot in the fintech, healthcare, ag tech spaces, where there's a lot of fast growing companies. And just like, yes, we've doubled in size every year. As you mentioned, we hit the Forbes 5,000 fastest growing companies two years in a row, and it's been a wild ride. And on top of that, I honeymoon on the side doing my own podcast like you, Ben. And I've been doing that for the last four years. And I also do live streams on YouTube. And that show is basically about the kind of crossroads between personal development and professional development and how do we navigate those challenges. So... Nice. Well, and we'll make sure that in the show notes for this episode, if people want to find out more, they can click on it and find out about your podcast and about Foundry and the work that you do there. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm guessing that every day is different from the previous day with the work that you're doing. 100%. Yeah. So as you know, Kurt, I mean, we've talked about this podcast a little bit and it's all about leadership, 10 minute leader. And we've talked about that for your role and the role you have there. And so one of the things that I'm curious about is your leadership style. How would you describe your leadership approach, your leadership style with the teams that you work with? Yeah, I appreciate the question. You know, for me, it took a long time for me to kind of figure out what that style was because I tried on a lot of different outfits, if you will, over the years, right? I read a lot of books. A lot of those were old white guys basically saying like, you know, go in and kick down the door and tell people what to do. And it's not until you really get into the role where you can really start to learn. So it's changed over the years, but I would say today where I feel most successful is first by starting to create a safe space for people, people understanding that for our organization, that they were hired to make us better, not to listen to everything I have to say. And so I do try to create a safe space where people can feel open and that I'm approachable, where they can talk to me about things. I also am very intentional and deliberate with the way I do coaching with my team and do one-on-ones where I'm also sharing with them what challenges that I'm having, hopes and dreams Mm -hmm. that I'm having. So there's a vulnerability that I try to express with the people that are working for me in order to, to see that just because I have a different title than them doesn't mean that 
we can't work on the same playing field. And to me, that's really important to be able to let people blossom and grow in their roles, which is why I hired them in the first place. Right. Right. You bring up a very important concept that in some ways, I think a lot of organizations or leaders view it a little bit cliche or it's become a buzzword, but vulnerability, but yet there's so much truth to it. How do you try to make sure it's not just a buzzword within your style? Yeah, that's really good. Well, first of all, actions speak louder than words, right? So it's not even just in those one-on-ones. At all staff meetings, I'll share challenges that I'm facing in the organization, things in my role that are challenging and that I'm looking for help with. Again, being intentional about it, not just assuming that people know that these challenges exist just because it was in a newsletter or an email that went out. And again, I'm a fan of over-communicating if need Mm be. So I find that in order not to make it a buzzword, like you have to put your money where your mouth is. You have to have those actions. And also the people you hire have to sort of impact that thing. Because the rest of the staff, when you bring on this new person, maybe who's in an integral role, if you haven't vetted them, that they also agree with that sort of philosophy and they come in with a different attitude, that's an action that you're showing that it maybe it doesn't matter as much. So it's a holistic sort of approach. Right. And not always easy, I'm sure. No. No, it's not. It's not, but it's honestly, it's the most honest approach. You know, there is no time where I can't go to sleep at night because I've had a difficult conversation. If I've had to let somebody go, it's not a surprise to anybody. Those sorts of things where performance management is never a surprise because we do have that vulnerability where I might say, you know, I'm really challenged with the work you're putting in or, and here's why, and not just waiting to show up and slap a performance improvement plan on there out of nowhere. So. No surprises helps a lot, Ben. Yeah, that's huge. I want to talk a little bit about, and you know this as well, one of my kind of targets that I work with a lot of tech companies, companies in the tech sector, companies that would be doing similar things, software development, design work with software, all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that I've been noticing a lot with a lot of organizations I work with is the challenge of technically skilled individuals in trying to help them become leaders. What have you noticed there in regards to that challenge? How have you addressed it or tried to address it in your own company? And how would you encourage other companies to help their technically skilled people become better people, people? (laughs) Yeah, well, that is a big challenge, Ben. I've seen it over and over again. And I've made tons of mistakes in that area, right? Where a lot of times it's, well, this is the best. This is our most senior developer. We should put them in charge of the team. And that's usually a big mistake because a lot of organizations, especially if they are smaller organizations, don't put a lot of effort into management training or helping that person get to that next level. So if you can be intentional, I keep using that word, but if you could be intentional about saying, all right, well, we want to move this person up, but we have to give them training and do those things because you have to understand human nature. You go to someone and say, hey, do you want more money in a promotion? When are they going to say? It's very rare that they will say no to it, right. even though they might go home and on their way home being like, "What? A, I don't want to do this, but it's the only path I've been shown that gets me more responsibility, gets me more compensation, gets me more embedded, more job security. All the things that are important to me in order to have a job, this promotion gets me. Right. Do I want to manage people? No, but right. they're telling me that that's what is of value to the organization. So what happens a lot of times is these leaders come in and say, you know, we're going to put you in charge of this team and you're going to say, yeah, for sure. And then you go home and you tell your boyfriend or your wife or, you know, whoever 
your partner or your best friend and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so you go out and you might try to solve that problem yourself and you're probably going to have a hard time. So again, where I see a lot of challenges is that they don't have a plan for each employee Mm -hmm. in terms of growth. So one of the things that we try to do at Foundry as much as each employee has a plan for what their growth is going to look like over time. And it's shared with them. It's communicated with them. It's put together together (laughs) with them. So there's no surprises. Again, you know, I sit down with a person who's been here for 90 days and I say, do you want to manage people? No. Okay. Do you want to be lead on client projects? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Mm. We can have individual contributor tracks, management tracks, all these different things. But again, if you don't have that plan, again, intentional, Ben, then you're going to suffer the consequences of it later. Right. When you think of the word intentional, like what kind of practices have you built into your own leadership to make sure that you're intentional? Like do you have certain times where it's scheduled? Is it natural for you already? How do you be intentional? Well, my framework for that, Ben, is pretty simple is that whenever I've got an initiative or a plan that I need to share with someone, just like a business plan, I first establish kind of what's my vision? What does the end goal look like? What's the mission for it? What is the reason? What's the dent in the universe? Or at least the dent in our whiteboard cleaning situation (laughs) that we need to have at the office. My vision is that all the whiteboards are cleaned at the end of the day or end of the week because we want to come in fresh during the week. And here's why. And again, I'm using something trite and unimportant, but that's being intentional. That's saying to people, not don't do that ever again. People will start to draw their own lines if people pick up on visual or even virtual cues, right? So if you're a leader and you're emailing people during the lunch hour, people are going to assume that's not a good time to have lunch because you're sending them a cue that says, during this time, we answer Slack or email. And at one o'clock is when I eat lunch. So I'm cueing you to change your schedule to eat lunch at the same time I am. So again... But if you don't have that intentional conversation, say when they're onboarding, say, just so you know, I usually get a lot done during noon because everybody's busy at the house and I work from home and they're all having lunch so I can get a lot done. So, you know, whatever. So yeah, again, back to that being very deliberate, you might think this person doesn't care. Oh, they right. care. They care. You carry a lot more weight than you think you do as a leader and you need to start acting that way. Right. I like that. You carry a lot more weight as a leader than you think you do. And we discredit that sometimes. That didn't mean much, but it meant a lot more than you thought. Yep. And the people that struggle with it are people that have never had like a real job. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying if they've always been an entrepreneur and always been a freelancer, they've never had the experience of having someone that they feel like they have to appease in order to move up. So those people usually when they're put into leadership positions are not great at it and they need a lot of work Mm. because they haven't learned from the bad leaders in their career and the good leaders in their career on how to interact with people to get them not only to their best selves in terms of performance, but in their most comfortable selves where they're excited to be at your organization and want to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to give a new leader a piece of advice on how to lead more effectively, like you talked about being intentional, would that sum it up? Just be more intentional or what other kind of thoughts would you have for a leader? Well, back to to that piece about being intentional, get a coach, get someone to help you, even if it's just a friend or someone, but somebody that's in a similar situation, like they have a business or they're in a similar situation where they're leading team or something, find someone that you can talk to and be, it can be a very lonely position and a lonely job and being lonely 
A lot of times we make poor decisions when we're lonely, hmm. decisions that we don't appreciate much later when we're not lonely anymore. So get a coach. My dad always said there's two kinds of people in the world. There's people with a coach and then there's people who don't know they need a coach. So <laughs> So for me, I personally, you know, I don't have anything as structured as a personal board of directors or things as other people do, but I know lots of business owners that I can reach out to or text or Slack, or, you know, I've even built a small discord community of agency owners where we can get together and ask each other questions in a safe environment where we're not being judged. But again, don't feel like this is all on your shoulders to figure out all by yourself. Nobody has figured it out by themselves before. So get a coach. Don't yeah. fight it. Yeah. I like that. I think that even for myself, right? Like I am a coach for a lot of different people, but one of the things that I tried to do right when I started my business was I need to make sure I have a coach for myself too. Right. Mm -hmm. And not just talk the talk, but actually walk the walk and be like, Hey, like it's going to help me be better at what I do too. Yep. Find that support that you can have, whether it's a professional coach or yeah, those mentors, those partners, those other owners that you can talk to, have those discussions with huge. Huge. Yep. And it's hard in some situations because in, especially in the agency world, that's a very competitive world because people think sure. that there's a finite amount of work out there and there's not, but mm -hmm. I'll just newsflash. There's not. So they're usually very competitive <laughs> with each other. So they don't build relationships with each other because they're naturally think they are going to be at odds and they can only right. share so much. So that's always been a challenge in the agency space, in the consulting space mm. with folks. So try to break out of that mindset though. You'll be glad you did. Right. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of the 10 Minute Leader. I hope it was valuable for you in your own leadership journey. I know we're all on a leadership journey. I know I'm growing every day. So thanks for tuning in and listening to what this guest had to say. My name is Ben Duick and I'm the CEO and founder of Cantera Leadership. If you have any questions about leadership, feel free to reach out and let me know. I'll be happy to engage with you. Or if you have any suggestions for guests for the upcoming episodes, let me know. Have a great day.